You're listening to Deconstructing This. Today's episode is about money. It's a story about connection. No, it's about money. The $2 bill is all about connection. Okay, let's start again. So here we are. This is episode two of Deconstructing This, the $2 bill movie. What a coincidence. Documentary. $2 bill documentary. Not the $2 bill movie. Huh. Do, do you get that a lot? Do a lot of people make that mistake? Um, not really. You're invited behind the scenes of my brother John's documentary of the $2 bill. Let's dive right into it. You came up with this idea one day to write about the $2 bill, uh, write a script, and turn it into a short film. Well, actually, there, there, Tell me about there was no script. When I first decided to make the movie, I didn't know there was as much material as it turned out to be. So my goal was just to accumulate material from anywhere I can find it. A little history, some things that had to be in the movie, information, and then anything else I could find. When I learned there was a gentleman in New York that spent them all the time, I was like, I got to get this guy in the film because it was something. But it turns out there was a lot of those somethings, and I just accumulated all of it. And I think the real skill in the movie, and the thing I'm most proud of, is the fact that I was able to take all these stories that I hadn't really thought of how they will tie together and craft a story around it. So there was never really a script. It was an outline based on the material that I'd already accumulated. And the outline made a lot of sense and had a story in it, and then I started you know, coming up with a few more little tweaks to make it more interesting and to add a little more personal touch to it, and it evolved from there. So there was no, there's no paper script you could ever read about it, although I did have a lot of notes with narration, you know, things like that. What was the story, if you had to tell somebody, and my story was, even though it evolved, what was the beginning part of that story? It's a story about connection. The $2 bill is all about connection. When people meet and use a $2 bill, there's a conversation that starts. If you spend $10 at Walmart and give them a $10 bill, nothing happens. But if you hand them five twos, you're going to get a reaction. You're going to start a conversation. They're going to remember you. Next time you go back in there, there's the connection happens again because they remember you're the $2 bill guy. All right, hold on a second. I really wanted to see this for myself. So I went on the road to the bank to get $2 bills. Okay, here I go. Into the bank to get $2 bills. How the hell are you? This morning, do you guys have $2 bills? I was looking for 50, but I'll take whatever you have. Great, thanks. That's great. Do you usually have them? We usually keep like a couple hundred. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. So you're looking for the most attractive bell rather than the value. You're looking for the nicest looking bell for me. Thank you. Do you look for nice bills for every denomination or just the twos? No, no, because you see, you see what I've got. I don't want to give you nasty. Got it. Okay, fifty and twos. Thank you so much. Have a happy new year. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Okay, we're on to something. I had all three bank tellers hovering around me, eager to give me clean, crisp $2 bills. I was making a connection. Let's go on. And when you see stories like the 9-11, you've seen the film, The Woman Who Found Closure with Her Husband Who Passed Away in 9-11. It's the $2 bill that did it, not the wedding ring that they found in the rubble. It was the $2 bill that they found of her husband's. In the rubble. Right, in his wallet that he still kept it and kept his word. 
when he engaged and you know, proposed to and got engaged. So it's really a movie about connection. And if you use a $2 bill, the lesson learned really is that if you start employing a $2 bill in your life, you will start to have better social interactions. I'm all for that. So I took my $50 in $2 bills on the road again to the local convenience store to see if I could make a connection. Here's what happened. Hello there, how are you? Oh, good, how are you? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. How much is that? It's going to be 806. Oh, so close. 2468. I'm paying you two dollar bills. I was trying to make it right on the money. Uh, do, you, do you get two dollar bills a lot? No. You like two dollar bills? Um, I don't. You don't? No. Not the response I was looking for. I think I have more to learn. Let's go on with my brother's interview. I didn't know what the film was going to be when I first started. I thought it might be a 30-minute short. And I started researching it, and I found there was a convention, a monetary numismatic convention up in Orlando. Numismatic? What is Numismatic that? Numismatic is people who deal with money. A numismatist is a money person. And they're people Collectors, that- people who collect money and understand its value and trade. And There's a lot of people that go to these conventions? Oh, my goodness. Hmm. It's a huge industry. Never heard $5 of it. billion dollar industry. Okay. So a, a numismatic well, that's convention... In the, that's in the movie, so yeah. I, I've heard of it there. But a numismatic know. convention is people who have all sorts of old currency and coins... You know, valuable things in the realm of currency. And there's a lot of collectors that like that stuff. So I said, I got to go to one of those because you're going to have all sorts of experts there and you're going to get to see all sorts of currency there. And it just so happened the first week I started doing research, there was a convention in Orlando the following week. So I just hopped in my car with a friend of mine and equipment and walked around and got all the information and started saying, all right, I got something here. And then I did another couple of shoots, and I started realizing, you know, everything I've spent, even driving to Orlando, the tank of gas cost me money. If I'm going to do an actual film here, I'm, it's going to break me. I have to raise money somehow. So I'd heard of Kickstarter. I had a friend that had raised a few dollars for projects on Kickstarter and had some success. I said, well, I'll give it a shot, put together a little video, um, and just learned how it worked and created the page and created all the rewards and put it up there and kept my fingers crossed and turns out that a lot of people are interested in $2 bills when they saw this topic they were thanking me like I was always wondering if there was ever anybody going to do anything like this and they just like you know bees to honey just came over and donated 30 bucks 40 bucks 200 bucks so with money in hand my brother was on his way to fame and fortune making the $2 bill movie here's what happens next and then, of course, I got the opportunity to film at the U.S. Mint, at the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. I got to film well, money being made. But wait a minute. That doesn't, doesn't automatically happen. You don't just get a phone call from, hey, this is the U.S. Mint. How does that happen? I called the Treasury Department and was looking for an interview for somebody to talk about the $2 bill. So you Google phone number for Treasury Department? hmm So you're starting to get money from Kickstarter. You're formulating this whole idea of the coolness of the $2 bill. You still don't know it's about connection. And you decide one day waking up, all right, this is a cool idea. And they actually answer the phone. Well, yeah, you can call a general line to talk to the Treasury. And I started just, they put me in touch with somebody who might be interested in doing an interview about currency. I'm doing a documentary. And they connect you to somebody else. And you end up talking to someone who handles media requests. And she says, well, yeah, we have some people here we can talk to, but you know what? We're, we're printing more of them in October, which was about six weeks away. Why don't you come out and film it? So John has his Kickstarter money. He gets a big break at the Mint, and he's on his way to making his feature documentary. It's got to be downhill from here, right? 
Let's see what happens. Well, the money, the Kickstarter was only 50% through time period, and I didn't have a whole lot of money, didn't have the goal yet. And when I posted footage from the Treasury, mm. it kind of legitimized the project, and people who went on the page could see, oh my goodness, he was at the Mint filming $2 bills being made. This is cool footage, and that helped I think it helped one investor actually who ended up giving me a good chunk of money and became the executive producer. It helped her to, um, you know, say this is a legitimate project and she ponied up and was very generous and wow. coming on board as an executive producer. So the, the mint footage helped make the Kickstarter. And then when the Kickstarter made, then I had the money to start going more places if I needed to, because I had a bunch of people in New York I wanted to go talk to. Um, somebody was in Chicago. Los Angeles, I was in Portland, Oregon. Uh, unfortunately, I had the money at that point to do it. But when I flew, I did a, a Michigan trip before the Mint, and I had to pay for it out of my own pocket. That was like a $400 flight. And um, time off from work or something? A day like off too. from work and away from my family, and it came out of my own pocket. And I started realizing if I'm going to do this film, I can't afford it. Uh, and that's that was, as I said before, one of the reasons why I started in the first place. But then to get that money was finally like, okay, now I can go to New York, spend five days there, stay in a hotel, and not really worry about it because it's covered, and I can get all the, all the material I need. John posts a lot of YouTube videos with content of him actually spending the $2 bills like I did. I was interested in seeing exactly how he did it so I could learn. Let's listen in. Try Kentucky Fried Chicken, see what they have to say. Give me four of the chicken little sandwiches. My pleasure, at the window. Do you take $2 bills? Do you take $2 bills? Yes. Of course you do. They're legitimate. How much? What's the total? It's gonna be five forty-seven, please. Five forty-seven. Yes. Do a lot of people pay with these? No. You gonna buy them for keep them for yourself? No. no. What are you doing? You're checking to see if they're legitimate. Uh huh. You think I'm gonna counterfeit two-dollar bills? <laughs> Let's go to Arby's. Nine thirty-one. That's five two-dollar bills for those of you that don't know math. Hi, I hope you take $2 bills, that's all I have. Yeah. You take them? Yep. Do a lot of people pay with them? Uh, very few. Very few. What do, you, do you keep them? Are you going to buy them out of the register or what? I, I have my own already in my, my wallet. You have your own? Yeah. <laughs> How many do you have? I got one. Just one? You take $2 bills, that's all I have. Sure. Awesome. So I would imagine by now that if you didn't already know how special $2 bills were, you wouldn't be convinced yet. The answer lies in some of the many highlights of the film. My brother explains. To find some of the great stories about the $2 bill, everything exceeded my expectations. But the story about the woman who lost her husband in 9-11, um, that's just an amazing story in and of itself. And to have this woman let me come out and interview her, I've never done interviews with people who've lost their spouse tragically. You know, I'm doing these kind of fluffy, quirky interviews about $2 bills, and then I have to sit with a woman and hear about her husband dying and what it was like. And that was a different tone for me, but the way that piece came together, uh, you know, she even comp complimented me on how well I did it and how much integrity I did it with and how her husband would be proud if, she, if he could see the piece and what a service I did for him. That was just an amazing story and an amazing experience. You know, who, who knew you were going to get a story like that that makes people cry at the end of the movie? I had seen in the movie, and my brother brought up, that $2 bills were in outer space. Now that's my kind of thing. I asked my brother to tell me more about these outer space bills. I would not have found it in all the research I've done because the person who has those $2 bills has a website called jeffersonspacemuseum.com, uh, Thomas Jefferson in Outer Space. 
That doesn't come up when you search for $2 bills or even for Thomas Jefferson. So I never found it. So he heard about me because of a local article here in South Florida that was syndicated in the Chicago Tribune. And when he read about the film, he tracked me down and got me on the phone and said, hey, I've got $2 bills that have been on the moon. Any interest? Of course. (laughs) Of course. How can I not include that in the film? That's amazing. What astronauts did, took them with them in their personal preference kits as good luck charms. Uh, They've been on every mission. They're signed. He gets them at auction. He's got these bills that are worth a lot of money that have flown, been actually on the moon uh, with Gene Cernan. And so that was fascinating, and I can't leave that out. That guy's become a good friend as well. How much is a $2 bill like that if I wanted to buy one that's been on the moon? He wouldn't tell me um, what he paid for all his bills, but he has about 11 of them, and it's a six-figure collection. Don't look, but how many $2 bills are in your wallet right now? Well, I already know because we were just somewhere getting lunch and there's seven of them in my wallet. Seven left. So you're feeling a little itchy? Do you want to go get some more? Um, yeah, I guess next time I go, I'll, I'll ask for them. I think almost everybody who's listening probably has a $2 bill stashed away somewhere, got one and remembers where they got it and won't spend it, keeps it in their wallet, keeps it at home. When I do uh, some publicity things, when I go out and do group talks, I ask people who has a $2 bill in their wallet and a lot of hands go up, and then I say, how many people have a $2 bill at home that they don't spend, and even more hands go up. So I think it's a phenomenon. People don't want to spend them, and that's because they think that they're rare, when in actuality they're not. The only reason they're rare is because people don't spend them, so you don't see them, and because you don't see them, you think they're rare. It's kind of a self-fulfilling cycle. Do you think this movie's made a dent in the use of $2 bills? A lot of people have seen it. For those who've seen it, yeah, absolutely. People have emailed me and said, I'm using them all the time now. Um, I do Q&As at my screenings and people are, you know, they're shaking their heads like they're like I've made it, like I've reached them somehow. Uh, So I think it does. How can you not be fascinated by this bill after you learn what's in this film? I know we had to redeem ourselves on demonstrating the powerful connecting force of using $2 bills. We could have recorded all sorts of interactions, but there's one part of the movie that sums it up better than anyone else could. It's a tender moment between my brother and his son. I don't think my brother will mind me giving you a peek. What is it? Two dollar bill? That's one of daddy's special ones that I saved. Now you have one of daddy's special two dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Like that? Mm-hmm. That's now yours. It used to be mine and it's now yours. It took a while for him to warm up to it, but once he did, he carried it around everywhere. You finish the movie, you're relieved, you have some great screenings, and have you developed your next challenge? So I have an idea based on some feelings I have about the way our world works and the way people behave around each other that I'd like to make fun of and explore, and that's the basis of a story that I have that for something that would be a fake documentary. It has to be written. It's not like the other one where I just go out and accumulate. I have to really structure it, and I've got a lot of full legal pads worth of notes And in the meanwhile, where could we find your ongoing work? Well, on YouTube, uh, where some new material is being posted and some clips, uh, two and a half million views. Two and a half million views. Well, we'll keep an eye out for your next adventure and watch your current adventure progress. And I wish you, my brother, the best of luck and the best of happiness in finding passion. Well, thanks for having me on. It was cool. It's always cool to talk about the $2 bill, especially for this new podcast, which I wish you similar success with. Thanks, John. Talk to you soon. You can learn more about the $2 bill documentary at $2BillMovie.com. That's the number $2BillMovie.com. Use the code 
two for you. That's again the number two for you for two dollars off the DVD. And there you have it, episode two of Deconstructing This. Deconstructing This is an original podcast by Engineering Express. Learn more about us at engineeringexpress.com.